On this episode of Rogue Creators, we're talking about subscription services, right, Lauren? Yeah, Apple and Spotify are releasing subscription services. They are shaking up the podcast world. Here we go. <laughs> Welcome back to Rogue Creators, presented by Go Rogue X. My name is Brian Fitton. And I'm Lauren Lewis. And this is the podcast dedicated to marketers and creators who are wanting to serve first and stand out from the crowd. Make sure that you subscribe every single week, YouTube, as well as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, to get all of the tools and resources you need to be the go-to name in your industry. Let's go. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Rogue Creators. My name is Brian Fitton. I'm here with my awesome co-host. Hey, I'm Lauren Lewis. Yes. And today we are going to jump into the new subscription services that Apple is offering as well as Spotify. So that came out not too long ago. Apple made this big announcement. There's a lot of stuff in this episode. It's going to be good. It's going to be great. (laughs) Yes. But before we do that, we like to start off with something fun. What is that, Lauren? We like to start off each episode with what are you obsessed with this week? So Brian, tell me what are <laughs> I um okay. Here's the deal. I love Rage Against the Machine. Do you guys know the band? Yes. Okay. <laughs> what any any music I bring up, Lauren, you just need to appreciate because okay? then it's going to be like I watched a documentary for twelve hours on the lead singer and their demise. On Zach Delarocha. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I did not watch the documentary. I watched a bunch of YouTube videos. Though. Yep. There we um, go. <laughs> But I had tickets this summer to go see them. I've always oh, wanted right. to see them. You were and really excited. I was so excited. I have not been that excited to see a band because they broke up, got back together kind of, and then basically went on hi- hiatus as well. And so I was really excited to go see them, but that's okay. We're postponing it till next year. That's okay. But uh, yeah, it was just kind of crazy. I've just kind of in into their history and stuff. I've always liked their music. I'm very like political motivated type music as well. And so, uh, but just to hear their stories and it's very interesting. So if you're, if you like a band that's not just fluff, like actually has like good, (laughs) what I'm telling you, you need to dive into rage against the machine. It's like a total fanboy. Like this band, (laughs) it's not just fluff. They talk about real things, real, real issues of today. Okay. So what you tell your mom while you're (laughs) Okay, speaking of, I had this album when I was a kid, (laughs) The Battle for Los Angeles, one of my favorite albums, and my mom found it on the table, and I walked out, and she's reading the lyrics, and she was like, this is very interesting. It's like, yeah, it is, mom. She was like, okay. (laughs) Then we would jam it in the car. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my mom was cool back then. We We should bump some Outkast as well. 2001, you know what I'm saying? Got my permit rolling down the road with my mom. It does not fit with your conservative yeah. upbringing. Yeah, it does not. It was all, it was all edited or uh, what's, what's the, uh, it wasn't the uh, parental advisory labeled ones. So no curse words. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you take all that out. It's actually really good. What did your parents think about rage? I don't know that my mom really, she just kind of sat in the passenger seat and read her book as I drove and we're jamming to testify and, you know. Quite a few. It was it was interesting. Wow, this is taking a wrong turn. Anyway, Lauren, what are you obsessed with this week? Well, this is a sharp turn. <laughs> so I am obsessed with an account called Big Little Feelings. 
It okay. is two women's uh, Instagram account. They are child therapists and they have oh yeah really yeah. like pushed uh, basically content for moms of kids that are about one to six um, and basically teaching and educating on like tantrums particularly is what their big thing is on how to handle conflict with your child and how to deal with their emotions. And this account is just really fascinating because I think it's so hard to ride the line of like where it comes across as shame. Like you're a terrible parent because you yelled at your child and you did all these things and you damaged your child for life. Oh yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, but then they're on the other side, it's just like all rainbows and everything. They, they ride that middle line really well and um, have like some of the things like just quick tips that they give. I mean, it's just like a sentence, literally. I've implemented in my home and it works. And that's what's crazy. That's where I got the um, <laughs> advice to try the Passy Fairy. And that totally worked. My child Passy fairy. threw his passies into the backyard for the Passy Fairy. And it <laughs> <laughs> <and> was done. <laughs> that is to awesome. To the point that a week later, he found a Passy underneath his bed. And he, he ran to the backyard and chucked it out there. They're miracle workers. Oh <laughs> Anyways, my goodness. It's just a really positive account. I've really enjoyed um, following their content and their videos are just really in educating, but also uplifting. Um, she's very real about like what parenting has been like in 2020. Oh yeah. And even like body image with moms and all that kind of stuff. So it's been a really, really great account. I, if you are a young parent, I really suggest you follow them. Big yeah. little feelings. Absolutely. That's awesome. I'll have to check it yes, out. Yes, it's just as uplifting as Rage Against the Machine. Yes, fight the power. You know what I'm saying, kids? Everybody out there, play Rage just on repeat for your kids. Yeah. And the and the Passy Fairy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, hey, make sure you guys let us know what you're obsessed with as well. We always like to do that because, again, learning about new accounts to follow, new TV shows, movies, whatever it is, um, or bands from the 90s that you need to get back into. Absolutely. And see them on tour. Tom Morello. Oh, kills it. There's a masterclass from Tom Morello, too. Jacob knows. Thanks, Jacob. I do know. I'm yeah, a masterclass man. subscriber. <laughs> Follow this, me for your uh, masterclass discount code. This episode is not sponsored by masterclass, but it could be masterclass. Let us know. All right. Anyways. We are jumping into podcast subscriptions because there is a lot going on in the podcasting world. And we covered a little bit of this in our in, our in the know episode mm -hmm. for May, but we thought we'd dive a little bit deeper into the subscription services, what is being offered, what is free and freemium and paid content? What mm -hmm. is that? What is that all about? And also how these platforms are battling it out essentially yep. for you um, and listeners to be on their platform. And so it's very interesting stuff. So Lauren, kick us off here. All right, we're going to start with Apple. Um, so I'm going to read a quote from Apple itself to kind of give you an idea of overview of what the program actually is. So starting in May this month, listeners in more than 170 countries and regions can sign up for premium subscriptions that include a variety of benefits curated by creators, such as ad-free listening, access to additional content, and early or exclusive access to new series. Listeners will be able to enjoy premium subscriptions from independent voices and premier studios, including Tenderfoot TV, Pushkin Industries, Radio Topia from PRX and Q code to leading media entertainment brands that including NPR. Um, and so we're really um, interested to see how, as this rolls out, how this is going to kind of change the podcast scene, as well as when it looks into my biggest thing that I'm, I'm interested in is how this will shape analytics. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
Well, especially if you're delivering analytics on both sides of that from the paid mm-hmm. uh, features as well as the kind of half paid features right, as well. Right. Like I think they could have obviously done a little bit better job. Like even with Patreon, uh, this is obviously going to somewhat replace mm-hmm. Patreon and what they're doing, um, which is kind of sad. I'm a fan of Patreon, that, yeah. that platform in general. It's really helped creators be able to make money doing what they love to do um, and, and a way for people to actually support them. So my wife actually has a Patreon um, account for her podcast. There's a lot of people that just donate five bucks a month just to help her kind of continue paying for overhead costs of different mm-hmm. things like that. And so um, I think with this, it obviously opens up the world of podcasting um, for a lot of bigger brands as well. But I'm glad that they offered it to the smaller podcaster too. Like you don't right. have to have a certain amount of downloads. You don't have to have a certain amount of um, subscribers or whatever in order to access these features. So it does help you kind of, you know, get into that world. If you already have an audience, I would right. definitely not start this out of the gate. If you're a brand new podcast, Podcaster, don't be going to straight paid content. Like right. that's just not, it's not smart to do unless you already have an audience that you're moving uh, to a, a podcast. Right. I think what, you know, I was reading and all of this is brand new. So there's more information that's going to be coming out as people use it and kind of the strategies behind it. But um, with the categories element that they're going to be doing in the way that they're organizing podcasts and finding like lists and groups and all the things within there, it's going to be very interesting in the way from my understanding, um, for if you are a creator and you pay the $20 and you are in this, what is the last tier called? Well, there's you have the, free and the premium, premium and, and then paid. Oh, just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. They got real creative real, on that one. Real creative. Okay. But on the paid side, it was like, you could kind of like design what they would see on your yeah. channel. Yeah. So like artwork and kind of cover photo style and everything, which is really cool to kind of give them a branded experience of what you're hoping they feel when they're on your channel, which is really, really cool. The question though, is it really cool enough that a lot of people are going to be like, this is what I need. Yeah. And also, are you going to put that much time and effort into it when Apple is taking that 30% cut yes. of what, what you're doing and what you're creating? I mean, that is, that is a chunk yep. out of, out of your profit. And then also, I mean, Stitcher's, Stitcher specifically, which is owned by Sirius XM, they've been doing this for a while mm-hmm. and it's basically ad free or they'll launch launch a specific show with being like a serial or a season type show that you can pay for to get access to, but it's also, it's just their Stitcher premium mm-hmm. and you get access to all of these. It's not specific and in individual channels. And so I think, I think again, like they are trying to create, you know, replace the Patreon movements, mm-hmm. replace like the paid content for being able to have it all in one platform. I just hope that with this, they really do think about the um, user experience when it comes mm-hmm. to this, because so many people, even our our listeners, you might be listening right now on Apple Podcasts or through the Apple Podcast app, which is totally fine. I'm not a fan of it. Mm-hmm. I don't like the UI of it. I don't think it's a great um, platform, but I really do hope that they think about the design, the user experience of that. I think that they put, a, hopefully they'll put a lot of time and effort into making sure that they elevate that, that application. Yeah. So for me, one of the things I'm also really excited with kind of forcing some of these creators into these tiers, it does push a creativity in podcast to really think about not just a podcast, but a show that you can be kind of an experience behind your podcast. And because podcasts are just booming right now to understand that you can really diversify your podcast. You can really uh, differentiate it from other podcasts as well by having this experience. And we, we know a lot of people uh, or podcasts that particularly like they will have like timestamps or have areas within there that music plays and you're not able to 
hear that content, but they're yeah. like, hey, if you pay for it, or you can you can actually experience a full, like what we were calling uh, a director's cut, for instance. <laughs> yeah. So example of that is like the podcast. Yes. They do a great job. And actually speaking of my wife too, she, we pay five bucks a month for Patreon yeah. uh, to be able to access that, the, the show early, mm-hmm. be able to hear kind of the director's cut, the behind the scenes as well, because it is interesting. You're like listening to a podcast and all of a sudden it starts playing music mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they come back in. You really do. There's a right. FOMO aspect of it that you're mm-hmm. like, what in the world did they talk about? I really want to know. And it was obviously hilarious or whatever. Um, we should do that. They're, well, we should probably bleep out a lot of things that I say in general. Would you guys pay? Would you guys pay to hear? No, you probably wouldn't. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. That's is- <laughs> no, go. I've got a whole file full of bloopers. We could, we could put out there for paid content. Oh man. There we go. Woo. Local but- podcast host gets no. I think (laughs) there are so many podcasts out there that have such a plethora of things that they could do within this. And so I think it will allow people to get a little bit more creative because a lot of people, it is like, I just don't want to start a Patreon. Yeah. And so this kind of feels like it's already under the same umbrella. It makes it a little bit easier to do so. Now, again, like we said, the downside, you have to pay $20 a year and then Apple's going to take 30% of your profit. Yeah. Which is high. That's super high. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And and again, it's, the Patreon experience, if you've ever subscribed through Patreon, it's not a great listening experience. Like you have to go through their app. You have to play. There's not a lot of playback features either because they're basically just uploading the MP3 into this forum style of, of feed. And it's just, it's just not a great experience. And so it wasn't necessarily designed for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel bad because they have not caught up with the big dogs oh, which is in crazy. this. Yeah. Um, but in general, I think it could be a better, again, if Apple pays attention to this, they can make a great user experience out of it. Um, and I think it could be, it could be something that actually changes the game and also allows you to get paid, which is nice. Get paid. Get paid, son. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Come on now. So competitor, Ooh, Spotify, Spotify, um, is also released a subscription announcement. Um, and theirs is a little bit different, but kind of on a similar vein. Um, and Spotify, I had I found this quote. They have been very much investing into the podcasting scene. And so mm-hmm. I found this quote, which kind of proves that. Um, in reporting Q4 results, Spotify said 20% of its total user base engaged with podcast content in the quarter. In addition, podcast consumption hours in Q4 nearly doubled year over year, according to the audio streamer. Spotify kicked off its podcast growth initiative in early 2019, buying podcast studios, Gimlet Media and Parcast, along with podcast self-publishing platform Anchor, paying nearly $400 million for them with additional pay over the four years. Last year, Spotify bought Bill Simmons, the Ringer podcast and media startup in a deal worth up to nearly 200 million and spent 235 million in cash to buy podcast publishing and ad company Megaphone. Man, they're going all in. (laughs) They really are. And so I think when you see things, it's kind of easy to kind of glaze over on all those numbers. But what the thing is, is that showing that Spotify is really going to be investing in podcasting and they're taking it very, very seriously. And so podcasters, you need to perk up and realize that Spotify is probably worth paying attention to, to get your podcast going, especially since they're going to start investing in video podcasts as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I love Spotify. Yeah. I love the experience on Spotify. I love listening to music on Spotify. I'm paying, even though I have Apple music included for free, I would still rather pay my $10 a month and use Spotify. I've also listened to Spotify podcasts, which has been fine, but it is, that's not where my brain goes for podcasts Mm. necessarily, even though they do make it easy searching. I mean, 
if you're not on Spotify, you definitely should be. Submit your feed right now to Spotify. Oh my goodness. Because it's super easy to find a podcast in their search engine. The downside of this is Anchor. I'm just not, yes. I'm not an Anchor fan just because it is, it's an easy way. If you're, if you are starting out, you're like, I want to get into podcasts. It's just something as fun, passion project, whatever. Absolutely use Anchor. Totally fine. Free podcast hosting, all of that. But all of it is owned by spot by Anchor. Mm-hmm. They can do whatever they want with your content. They want to throw in ads or whatever they wanted to do, they could do. And so you don't necessarily have full control of your mm-hmm. content, which really sucks. But this is obviously a way to go, especially if they're giving 100% of the profits to you in a subscription model. Which I'll clarify, we've now switched to talking about the subscriptions. I'm sorry, that was a hard transition. <laughs> it was a hard transition. But yeah, now through Anchor, if you wanted to get a subscription service through Spotify, yes. similar to what Apple's doing. Spotify. And, yes. <laughs> you go through, go through that. Um, but it does have to go through Anchor, which is their partner, um, or I guess in their portfolio. Yeah. So what's really cool is like they are trying to follow suit of what, I mean, or they're just kind of coming at the same features at the same time, basically. Um, but you do have to be a creator through Anchor. They're not taking any of your profit, which is crazy for the first two years. Yeah. Um, then after that, they're going to start taking a competitive 5% fee for access to this tool in 2023. So it's kind of a, a bold move in their part to say, you know, to Apple, like, no, you can come over here. But the downside is that you have to host through Anchor. And I, yeah. I feel like that's just going to be a poor move on their part. Yeah, because again, you're not getting big brands. You're getting all the small guys, which the small Unless guys. Spotify bought them. Uh, bought who? Well, I'm saying they've been buying all oh, these. Well, they buy your podcast. <laughs> you could be the next Joe Rogan. Go Rogan. We've talked oh, about gosh. this before. The Go Rogan podcast. <laughs> um, or the Joe Rogan. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't help myself. All right. Uh, but yeah, if you're uh, if you're getting acquired by Spotify, you're not listening to our podcast. I'm right. so sorry. <laughs> hey, Joe, if you're out there, we love you, buddy. Oh, my um, but I will say this. I mean, it does. It is appealing. And that's where I, I just... I don't want this to happen, but Apple is creating more of a premium brand Mm -hmm. um, and Spotify is like kind of like lower end. And I I hate that because I I view Spotify as such a premium brand product already that, yeah, especially even with Gimlet, a big fan of Gimlet Media and what they've done. And Mm -hmm. it's just it's just one of those things. Again, um, you just kind of have to find your lane. Now, we talk about this all the time. If you are in the marketing space, you're a B2B, um, you know, serving a lot of clients and stuff through in that area. This is not even important to you. You would not be charging necessarily your clients Mm -hmm. uh, or listeners to get your content unless you're doing some very educational stuff. Mm -hmm. If you're trying to obviously create more of a brand around your company, that's totally fine. But not I mean. Our goal is to obviously help you get people on your podcast that would help build your company, build your brand and influence your audience, that type of thing. And that's just a completely different model than what we're talking about today. Oh, for sure. I could see a lot of value in some like speakers and authors doing exclusive content through this kind of tier system, um, for sure. Yeah. Um, But it is, it is really interesting. Now, what I will say with Spotify, and this is where there's kind of, to me, I can kind of see what they're doing a little bit is that they are releasing Project Boombox, which we've talked about in a previous episode, where they will probably be able to place Spotify players within Facebook while you're scrolling. Yeah. And so, I mean, if they're already here, like owning a lot of the podcast space, have a subscription service, then you can also put your podcast on Facebook. You know, they're going to just continue to go through Instagram. You can, you know, share your your podcast so easily. All of a sudden, it's kind of hard not 
to work with Spotify. Yeah, absolutely. And so I think there are areas where Spotify is going to dominate, but I would agree with you that Apple is going to still be more premium. And Apple has always had that cool factor that is what's keeping them where people will spend thousands and thousands of dollars on a purple phone. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. There's layers and deep tracks there. <laughs> Um, yeah, no. So we, we would like to know what your thoughts are though, on all these subscription models, if you're going to be doing it, if there are, if there are podcasts that you're already following that you pay for uh, extra content. Um, I mean, there are lots of ways to do that. At, even, even under a brand, like you could, like I said, uh, figure out ways to have paid content, but, um, it would be interesting to see what's going to come out mm-hmm. of all this stuff. I'm just, I'm excited. I mean, podcasting has been around for a long time. It's just really cool to see the strides that these companies are making to really put it mainstream. And it's not just a, an obscure thing anymore. Like no. it's a mainstream thing now. Um, it's just great to see kind of this movement in just in general and podcasting in general. Yeah. Let us know your thoughts. Absolutely. All right. Make sure you guys go to our blog. We'll have all of the resources, everything that we have, we have talked about here today at rogecreators.club. Make sure you guys check that out. Join our Facebook group. We continue those conversations um, every single week over there as well. And uh, we'd love to see you there. And uh, until next time, see you then. Thanks. Jacob, are you ready for rapid fire? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's do this thing, man. All right, question number one. What is your go-to karaoke song? Mm. Let it go. What? Really? (laughs) Wow. I would be... got some range on you, Lauren. 20 miles from the nearest karaoke place. That is like my nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) But if you were not who you are, what would be your go-to song? <laughs> if you weren't you. <laughs> um, so, I mean, mine is September by Earth, Wind & Fire. I mean, that's just my go-to. You want to give us a little taste? No, I do not. But do you remember? Anyway. Uh, yeah, Lauren, what's yours? Go. I don't have one. You have to have one. I have the tiger. Nice. That was good. I'll take that. Living on a prayer. I have a tiger. There's a few 80s glam band. Like, that's, that's good. That's good. Okay. okay. Nice. Jacob, right. what about you? Uh, probably Electric Avenue. Yay! Uh, in reality, maybe Grills. That was the first ever rap song I ever heard. <laughs> Still know all the words. Big fan. Oh, Shaggy Tail Feather, any of those up yeah. there? Okay. So, uh, question number two What is your least favorite chore? Least favorite chore? Cleaning the shower. Mm. Just trying. There's no good way to get into your shower and clean it well without like, getting wet in some form or fashion. Yep, that's fair. Um, I like doing the dishes. I like mowing. It's your least a, favorite chore. I know. I'm not like going through them. Probably mopping. I'm just not a mopping fan. Like, this takes a long time. Yeah, you guys have a lot of hard floors. A lot of hard floors. It's good and bad, but yeah. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that was anticlimactic. <laughs> All right. Well, we're out. Listen, uh, Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed.